Hello, and welcome to another episode of Career Retrospectives right here on the Superview Show. I am joined, as always, by Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys? Hey, you guys. What's going on? What's going on? So glad to have them both back once again. Um, but this is so, uh, for those of you who are unaware of what we're doing, uh, last week, no, the week before, we spun the wheel and we picked out an album. We're still doing that trend, and we landed on, this week, we landed on Rush's debut album, not Russia, but the band Rush, their <laughs> debut album. Uh, we're gonna be talking today about Rush's debut album from 1974. Since this was Kyle's pick, I'm gonna let him go first. But Kyle, this is Mike's pick, this is this my Mike's pick, pick, bro. Whoa, this what's going on? Off to a terrible start. Oh my god, anyway, <laughs> this is Mike's Hell, pick, Hell. Mike. Mike, 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 talk to me. What can you tell us on? about Rush's debut album? Um, you know, this is actually an album I never listened to. I only knew Working Man, which is the final uh, song on the album. Um, and I've always wanted to listen to this album, so I guess that's why I put it on the wheel. Um, you know, I just know Rush's greatest hits. I've always had a huge respect for this band and like um, just kind of synonymous with like classic um, rock and just kind of, you know, virtual. So uh, playing with like, you know, the drummer being like you know one of the greatest of all time and then just you know it's just a band that i've always kind of like uh wanted to become more familiar with like full albums and i think that's a nice thing in this channel is like actually getting that um that kind of under my belt versus being a a greatest hits kind of guy and then an album guy of the more underground heavy metal stuff which i'm more accustomed to listening to full albums of so um yeah so just to jump you know kind of just give my general uh thought of the album it's just it's just classic uh classic sounding album is definitely um you know if i were to like compare it up against some of the other material that i've heard you know it's definitely a uh um a groove and riff uh over songwriting uh album which is you know it's not a bad thing it just shows that like um, at this stage in their career, it was kind of like a showcase of a sound and ability versus like, um, hey, here's some amazing songs we've written that uh, really are um, all paced and structurally, uh, you know, well, you know, well put together and uh, really flow well. I think it was less about that. It was more about like, hey, here's the sound that we're like really into and we're going to build on that sound um, for the, uh, you know, the oncoming songs. And there's nothing wrong with that. It it, it fits in its own place within a, a discography. And uh, I appreciate that kind of thing when it comes to, um, you know, uh, uh, a musical journey from here to there to um, mature songwriters to a change in sound. You know, you got to start here in order to make it there so yeah um i definitely uh appreciate appreciate it and had a great time listening to the album yeah me too uh, but i'm gonna just forget forget me for a second let's go over to kyle for a sec i mean kyle you're more of a rush fan than i am but what, what do you got yeah so i mean rush is one of my all-time favorites from the 70s uh you know by far one of the most talented bands of all time uh I completely agree with Mike. Actually, this is my first time listening to this whole album. This is one that rush with me as much as I love them. There's only select albums that I've listened to the full record of, and all of them have been great. Um, This was not one of them. I only really knew working man, to be honest. And that's one of my all time favorite rush songs. So I was excited to get into this one. I think I kind of never gave this album the time of day initially, because it's their one album without Neil Peart. 
Um, and that's really felt throughout the album. I feel like he was the main lyricist. He did a lot of the songwriting, a lot of like that progressive stuff that they would go on to do or a result of him joining the band. Lyrically, it's so noticeable his absence on this. And then even same thing musically, the drums, it's night and day between what they would do later in their career versus this one. I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, overall, it's more of a classic 70s sounding rock record than it is a Rush record outside of a handful of songs, which I'll get to later. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was very well done for the most part. There's nothing on it that I really disliked. Yeah, and for me, I mean, this is, I mean, I have never, I've always liked Rush. I never truly got into them until we actually decided to, well, I, I was always into them like loosely. Like, I mean, there was outside of the hits, like obviously Working Man was on this album. Um, but outside of the other big hits, like, you know, Limelight or um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank off. Anyways, but I, I, I'm more of a hits guy with them, truthfully. But um, I, I've only, this is my, my, me too. This is my first time listening to this and a Rush album from start to finish. Um, I've always enjoyed their work, though. I mean, I've never, like, if they're on the radio, I'm not going to turn them off. I just, I'd rather, you know, listen to them than dismiss them. Um, this was a, a wake up for me, truthfully, because I always enjoyed uh, 70s rock and roll to as, as much as I enjoy 80s and 90s. But the 70s for me has always been a, a really unique era for uh, rock music in particular, because a lot of it was like you know, a little harder edge. And the, the 60s was, wasn't quite hair metal at that point or hair metal. Um, but it was it was definitely harder rock, and this album definitely showed it to me at least. Uh, as they, they as, as my two good friends just said as well, um, uh, this is the only one that I knew Working Man, and that was about it, truthfully. Um, but but listening to it, I'll, I'll get into my other favorite tracks as well. But there was actually some really other good, really good tracks in there too. Um, but yeah, just an overall great listen. I was actually surprised about how much I really like this, truthfully. So let's, but enough of that, let's go over to our track listing for a second. Um, it was and it's, given that it's, it was came out in March of '74, so I'm not sure the exact math on that, but it's almost it's almost um what 40 no 50 years old, right? If the math is correct, yeah, uh, just about. So next year, next 40, March, yeah. it'll turn 50 years old. This album, that's that's crazy too. But um, besides the point, yeah, 50 years old, that's crazy. That is crazy. Wow. I was looking at I was looking at that beforehand. I was like, wait a second, March 1st, 1974. That yeah, next year this album will turn 50. Yeah. Wrap your mind around that, everyone. Wrap, wrap your mind around that. Um, let's get to it, shall we? There's only eight songs on this record, but I'll read them off. Uh, Finding My Way, Need Some Love, Take a Friend, Here Again, uh, What You're Doing, In the Mood, Before and After, and last but not least, Working Man. Uh, and also just want to take note here that says all tracks were written by Giddy Lee and Alex Lifeson, except we're noted. And it just says that Lee wrote in the mood by himself. I heard it too. It I made didn't... me think of him like, uh, like an eight year old schoolgirl. I don't know. If, 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 if I said, if I said, if I said Giddy Lee, I meant Getty Lee. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. My ear, I'm in our ear. That, was, that so. was my mistake. I was, if, okay, if, no I, if I, if I did, if I did mispronounce it, that's my mistake. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he's not Getty Lee. <laughs> he's not like that. Believe me. <laughs> Uh, he is more of a uh, he's more Getty Lee with an E instead, yeah. instead of an I, not Giddy. But yeah, let's but let's break down some tracks, shall we? Uh, Mike, why don't you go first? Since this is your pick, let me 
show just see if you can pull this up for you for a sec. Mike, yeah. what are your standout tracks on this first listen through of Rush's debut? Yeah, so um, you know, it's kind of coming into it, you know, like I completely agree with Kyle. It's very apparent that the drums take a back seat to a the bass and the uh, the guitar riffs here, like that bass is kicking, and it's um, those riffs are, you know, I mean, it's it has a very kind of that Led Zeppelin um, kind of, um, you know, a little bit of a with the with the rush kind of, uh, like Kyle was kind of saying, that sound isn't completely there yet, but those vocals, like, and this is kind of inter- it's kind of interesting, and it's uh, in comparative to Aerosmith, like like my uncle, he hates Rush because he doesn't like um you know like the vocals you know he's just like not about that and uh you know he just ah they always always irritated me and some people didn't like those kinds of vocals um you know in rock music so like i could see where like there'd be a dividing um kind of if you're not into the vocals then you just really aren't into rush um you know but i have no problem with the the vocals actually kind of liked it um uh so yeah you know finding my way um it's a little sluggish to get off the the ground because of some of the like opening riffs that are kind of building the the um just building it up, getting it ready to take off. But when it takes off, man, it takes off. Um, it's got that classic kind of those classic riffs. Um, you know, I really that was like one of the my favorite just to kind of kick the um the album off. So nine out of ten, uh, finding my way it was just um yeah. So it would it was just that little riff in the beginning. And that kind of returns again. I I don't hate it, but I just feel like it kind of slows the song down, and it kind of makes me kind of like go, all right, like like let's go, you know. And I'm waiting for it to take off, and it just kind of slows it down. So um, yeah. Uh, then we head into "Need Some Love," which would be a perfect name for a hair metal song, but uh, you know, like it's uh, it's got some like I was saying, the bass is doing the heavy lifting on this song, guitar riffage going, um, quick song. Um, you know, I wish this album was actually a little longer, but this is kind of a like uh, Kyle had said in one of our previous videos at the time. A lot of these 70s albums were short, you know, unless they were like uh, pulling off some crazy double album like uh, or like, you know, an album that uh, hit a certain point where they had released a couple um albums throughout like a year or or a couple years where they were ready to take on like a longer album usually they they especially if the opening the first album of their uh you know actual release um it's going to come off a little shorter so um yeah and then uh take a friend this is a good song great opening riff um nice solo all the all the songs have nice solos on them i really appreciate that they're not too crazy but they're also they're not uh, short, little kind of weak solos like uh, current Metallica is doing. But um, sorry, I had to take yeah, it Metallica. Rip. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I uh, take a friend. That's good. You know, the lyrics are kind of cheesy, but like I once again appreciate the classic sound here. And like once again, just to reiterate, we're not getting the great songwriting uh, in this album. We're getting more of like, hey, I'm gonna hit you with a nice classic riff. I'm going to kind of steer it into another riff and then I'm going to kind of uh, give you a kind of a little bit of a like not so catchy, but catchy enough uh, chorus or, well, you know, some vocal lines. Uh, That's what we're getting here. You know, Take a Friend had a nice chorus to it, Um, you know, and so the first three songs on this album really uh, punch it into into drive. So we have a nine, we have an eight and an eight point five for a three. And then 
uh, here again is kind of where it kind of takes a little bit of a, a dive here for me. It's not a great, it's not a horrible song. It just kind of, it's just kind of a chill kind of like, um, you know, bluesy kind of, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call it a ballad or an anthem or what I would call it, but, um, you know, it just kind of doesn't do anything special. It feels like it could do something special, but it just kind of floats around and hovers um, in this kind of bluesy uh song it's just kind of you know doesn't really do much for me so it's seven out of ten though still better than most other bands uh first album songs um and then we go into what are you uh you know what you're doing um once again a little repetitive uh catchy riff good groove but once again a little repetitive it just didn't um take off the way i wanted it to uh but it was still you know not a bad song uh 7.5 on that one um, and then we go into In the Mood. Uh, good rocking song. Um, the direction seems a little scattered. And like, once again, this is not a punch you in the face with songwriting, but um, it's just kind of, yeah, it's just kind of, uh, it keeps you in the mood of uh, <laughs> the rock. So um, 8 out of 10 on there, still solid. Um, and, you know, the beginning starts strong. This is where I feel like uh, 4, 5, and 6 are, you know, kind of, it's, it's like, uh you know it, it's kind of doing its thing it's not uh um it kind of falls on its laurels a little bit with repeating some of the sound that you've heard in the previous beginning of the cd like where you know it's just like or the album like you know just, you hear those kind of riffs but they sound a lick almost like they um they're gonna replay this uh uh the the similar riff just a little bit different and i kind of feel like in the mood and before and after kind of fall on this uh, in this pattern where you just feel like um, they sound very similar to some of the stuff that's already been done. So um, still, still good. Eight out of 10 um, solid, just, you know, not going out there and grabbing for the stars. Um, and then working man is just a 10 out of 10, very good song. Um, you know, just has, it has so many movements for a, a long uh, song. You know, it's one of the longest, I think it's the longest on the, um album and it's just i mean the freaking uh, here it gets a bit longer oh yeah yeah okay yep. yep uh it's just like i mean it just goes through some crazy kind of technicality and uh you know just cool like um you know just musical technicality on this uh, really shows you the direction the band's gonna kind of go in when it comes to like playing uh you know, technical and tight for pro a little bit of a prog rock, um, uh, you know, uh, flair here. And just, uh, I mean, you throw in a, a crazy drummer into the mix to that. And I mean, holy crap, that's like a marriage of, of worlds that just needs to happen. So, um, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. So yeah, that was, it was definitely a, it was an enjoyable album. It had lots of cool classic sounds on it, a little bit of a dip and, um, you know, like when the songwriting kind of takes a hit with some of the middle and then it kind of seals the deal, uh, kind of coming home, uh, you know, with Working Man and a good good way to end an album. Uh, and a um, little on the short side for the album itself. But I mean, overall, I really enjoyed this album and it was, uh, uh, you know, enjoyable to listen to. So, yeah. Sweet. Kyle, do you want to go next? Sure thing. So somehow, as always... Me and Mike are in complete agreement, but in opposite feelings on most of the songs. Here. I don't know how this happens, 
because yeah. all the commentaries oh, are so in line and perfect with my thoughts until you get into the specific songs. I actually felt like this album got better the later it went for the most part, some exceptions I'll get to. But for me, Rush, I've always been a fan of, and this could be why I've always been a fan. My favorite era of Rush was kind of that 80s era where they really brought in like the synths and the keyboards. I've always loved that, you know, like uh, Limelight, the, the whole Moving Pictures album. And then you got like Subdivisions and yep. it, all that. I love that era of the band. I love the 70s stuff too. There's really has not been a single era of Rush that I did not enjoy they've been a huge part of my childhood uh they were the first band i ever saw in concerts my first concert was their 30th anniversary tour and i've seen them multiple times after that so getting into this album was very interesting for me because right at the first song i started to get worried not gonna <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> so finding yeah. my way it has a really cool guitar riff i really like the guitar riff the song itself, though, sounds like a Led Zeppelin ripoff. Hmm. Very much of the time, I understand why. Actually, my biggest critique of a lot of the album, and probably my only critique, other than tiny nitpicks, is I just call this Canadian Led Zeppelin. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is for a lot of the tracks. I feel like a lot of the tracks, instead of Rush really finding their own sound, kind of just fell along that well, here's what's going on right now. This is yeah, that moment yeah. in time sound. And it's not right. bad. The rip, the guitar riffs are still really cool. They're very well done. Like Mike said, the bass is absolutely on point throughout the mm -hmm. whole thing. Uh, but yeah, and then the ooh yeahs on this song, Kill Me. Uh, and this is coming from someone, I love Getty Lee's vocals. He's an excellent vocalist. Uh, this song is a five out of 10 for me though. I will say that's my lowest on the album. Uh, Need Some Love. It's okay. I give this one a six out of ten. Um, the chorus isn't good. The verses, I think, are actually better on this than the chorus. It still has that Zeppelin kind of feel to it. I think this might even be the shortest Rush song that I can think of. <laughs> uh, but I like that it has like this cool, more raw, like almost at times like punky vibe that you don't really get with Rush moving forward from here. So it's a cool thing to hear. Uh, take a friend. This one has this weird fade-in intro that sounds really discombobulated until it gets, yeah. once it gets moving, it's fine. Yeah. But those lyrics, I cannot, the lyrics of this <laughs> one actually take it down for me quite a bit. The chorus lyrics of, take yourself a friend, keep them till the end, whether woman or man, it makes you feel so good, are terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. <laughs> now uh, that's great. i see why neil came in and took on a lot of the the lyricism and <laughs> for very good reason but damn uh the guitar solos in this <laughs> one are great uh again shining star of it has a really catchy groove on the guitars um seven out of ten here again i actually really liked this one <laughs> this one was a straight nine <laughs> out of ten for me that's that makes sense, Kyle. Every time Kyle loves something, like which always makes me nervous when we listen to our uh, "Hey, we're gonna pick four songs that we love." Like I'm always like, "Oh, Kyle's gonna hate this." If I love it, Kyle hates it, and then and then I'm wrong sometimes. But generally, I have a good feeling about it. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. that's funny. Generally, that's funny. you're pretty on point. <laughs> but this, 
it's it's interesting with this one because it has this bluesy side of rush that again kind of like on needs some love where they do that kind of like raw punk vibe this that bluesy side you don't really see that much going forward either from the band which i think is really cool to see the lyrics are more in line with kind of what you would expect from rush this is the first song in the album to me that really had that classic rush sound that you would expect from them Mm. so because of that and the vocals on this one are some of the best on the record outside of maybe like working man the vocals kill it here uh nine out of ten what you're doing same thing nine out of ten um this one i really like that's like this cool attitude driven song you know i'm a sucker for that this it's really interesting because it has that aerosmith kind of attitude to it but at the same time the guitar riff in a lot of parts is a very like sabbathy guitar riff it's it's a cool like meeting of the worlds there nine out of ten in the mood me and mike actually agree completely on this one eight out of ten uh it's just a cool classic 70s sound mm. done well. It's lyrically pretty shallow, but you know, it, it's there. It's a good song to keep the album going. Eight out of 10. Before and after. Mike, I don't remember if I don't really remember what you mentioned about this one, where you fell on this one. Uh, um, I'm a 5.5 on this one. Woo. Yeah, yeah, just the first half of it kills me. I hated the first half being like this slow instrumental that's just super boring. And it just takes off two and a half minutes. But then once it gets going, yeah, it kicks ass. But it's getting to that point that is so dreadful that if I hear it again, I'm just going to fast forward through that nonsense. Yeah, (laughs) And I think that's the song. That's some of the songs that I started to kind of hear the similarities of like just kind of recycling a riff like if the last time I was like, the next song I'm like, like it decided like I could hear it and I'm like, all right, like I like and it, it, Kyle, Kyle just put it so perfectly that this album is such a finding ourselves album. Like, hey, this is what's going on at the time, and here's the parts of us that are unique, and we're gonna flash them throughout this album. And like, but we're still going to come back. And like Kyle said, uh, Canadian Led Zeppelin, like we're still kind of like building a fan base off of off of kind of like that kind of trend. But like, hey, stick around, guys, because here's the parts of us that are unique and like um, taking an old car and putting uh, a different engine in it and, uh, you know, reworking it um, is going to really eventually pay off, you know, pay off dividends later on down the road when you have like uh, Neil Peart there to help kind of, you know, spruce up some of the lyrics and the drumming. And, you know, you just kind of like really bring it all together and you you wait to see uh, the the songwriting and the, the classic sound that you're, you're not, you're maybe not getting a huge showing of on this album. Mm. completely agree and yeah and before and after it has a great guitar solo thrown in there too i this could have been such a highly rated song if it wasn't for that first entire half of the song but once it kicks in it goes and i love that but because i have to skip about half the song i i go down to 5.5 on it uh and then working man absolute classic this is if we're doing 11s i would put this one at an 11 (laughs) the all-time best songs uh, ever written it's mm-hmm. so good 
normally this is what what's interesting to me about this song is normally i would hate this as a closer on an album as good of a song mm-hmm. as it is normally i think that this would be a terrible way to close an album this is a great intro song mm. an outro song not so much um but i think that this is a good closer to this album because it's the perfect bridge to what the band would become Mm. it is the absolute best bridge possible from this sound of canadian led zeppelin to go back to that (laughs) to (laughs) kind of like the prog rock legends that they became right for me this one it's the perfect way to go into the next part of their career just a perfect song hands down 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, if we're going that way. 12 out of 10. <laughs> 20 out no, of 10. Super, you want to go super, super high. <laughs> 20 yeah. out of 10, exactly. So good. He's giddy Lee about it. You uh, know, he's just gay. <laughs> he's just he's going to be giddy, all right. Gay. Um, and you know, I will say, I think Working Man is the only song on here that doesn't feel dated. Like it's one song that it'll still feel fresh whenever i hear it but i hear some of these other songs i'm like yeah that's definitely 70s it's the magic of being timeless man um wow you both said a lot (laughs) i want to come right out and say it i hate it no 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 no. i would never i would never i would never um mike i'm proud of you (laughs) yeah double thumbs up Um, this was a Finding a finding a lost treasure for me at least, and now I would go back to this more and more and more as time goes on for because I I, I for those of you who have listened to me and watched me for any period of time, I live in the seventies practically. It's ridiculous, movies, music, TV shows. It's kind of pathetic, but uh, besides the point though, um, it was it's such a great time for cultural in general. Like there were so many great products and albums that came out of it, and this is one of them. Um, for so for me, I would say. I look at this list of songs. I look at all eight. And to me, the I actually I, I agree with so many of the points both of you, both of you made individually. Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with Kyle by saying that the album does progressively get better as the album goes on. I mean, I, and that's not a bad slur to like the, the first half of the, album, the first four songs. No, no, no. The, the, the first four songs for me are, are all of them collectively, but sitting at like a seven or eight. For all of them, I mean, there wasn't really—I couldn't really find like one that was like a bad song, or like a like a, an upsetting, you know, or like a like a. To me, they're all definitely of the time, as we mentioned, um, but they did feel great overall. And actually, I, I, one thing I applaud Rush for is having long songs really well done. I mean, I, I'll get to Working Man in a second, but here again, I I never even heard of that song, and I was like, this is seven minutes and thirty seconds. This is freaking awesome! Like, wait, like, wait until JT hears twenty one twelve. Oh yeah, no, no, no! I got, I got to get on that bandwagon. I know that. Yeah, I know. It, 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 it's not, that one's like eighteen minutes, right? I forget. It's twenty minutes. Oh, it's, oh even yeah. better! I can't Over wait. Twenty Let's minutes. Go. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Great song. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I haven't, um, I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard that one yet. I'm gonna have to listen to it like on my way out tonight, whatever. Um, but. I was Rush does long songs really well, and I, I I applaud them for that. Based on this this one track alone here again, because I I know Working Man, it's such a great song. We all love it to death. But here again, it's funny how like the first half of the album 
it closes out with a long song. Like it starts out with Finding My Witch, which is five minutes long. Totally, totally fine. Totally get it. But then it, the side one ends with a long song it's at seven minutes and 30 seconds. There's something about that that actually like, I really liked a lot. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I liked it a lot. Um, what you're do- now side two, though, you want to talk about songs on Viagra. Let's talk about it for a second. Right. Um, what you're doing and in, in the mood before and after. I do agree with both of you guys with before and after. It's almost like before the before. The song I had this worded perfectly in my head, forgive me. But the before that song kicks off, it's like eh. And then after that song kicks off, it's like, oh my God. You know what I mean? If if you see what I'm saying there. I like mm-hmm. it just it started like really like the way Kyle was describing it. It started off kind of slow and with an instrumental, and then it just kicks in there. That to me is a before now. They're calling it what it is. I like that a lot. Um, and working man, how could you not love working man as a piece of art in general? As it's it's so iconic that riff. In fact, you know it's it's so iconic. You want to know something? In today's standards, I went to a. I mean, I mean I'm a, a huge baseball fan, but I went to a Met game uh, last year twice, and Pete Alonso, their current first baseman, came up to bat, and his walk on music was "Working Man." Mm-hmm. So he yeah. was his. It's it's still iconic to this day. I remember watching like the when they did the Subway Series and whatnot. I was like, oh, they're playing the Yankees, whatever. And sure enough. He peel on the, the, the sports commentary was like, oh, this guy's got a rush song on. That's to me shows that that song has will carry on through time. And that's how awesome it is. It's, it's just an awesome working man is an awesome, timeless 12 out of 10. Fantastic, incredible <laughs> song. I'm losing track at this point of what to say. I mean, like so these good. Two- Kyle's turning into a head. He's exactly. Just, so Kyle. It's so good. He's, he's a floating head. It's just- He's floating under the S and H <laughs> rush. Um, but yeah, like this is this the, the, this should come as a surprise. Working Man is like the standout track on this album. It's incredible. It's great. It still holds up after what almost fifty years now. It's forty nine years old, so hard to believe. But yeah, over Stone Cold classic. But my standout tracks. I, I forgot to mention them. Oh my God, standout tracks for me are. Um, f- it's weird how like this is just how weird this happens. It was finding my way here again. What you're doing and working man are my standout tracks, which is ironic because it's the first and last song on each on each side of the vinyl. If you know what I mean, it's kind of weird mm-hmm. how that worked out for me. I don't know why. That's no diss to the other the, the other tracks in the middle either. I just love it. It's awesome, it's Mike. You've had done yourself. It's, it's too bad there's not a song on here called Rush because it would be your favorite song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop it. Stop it. The title track Guilt Pleasure Trip is coming on to me. Now. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too yeah, bad. Too bad. Like, we were that close. Like, we were that close. I, like, if if Working Man was the album is was the name of the album, um, then that for sure, of course. But no, if if if, if, if there was a song like we're the band rush, how about that? I don't know, whatever you know. What I mean. <laughs> that's, that was really bad. Uh, don't ever do that again. Um, but like Stone Cold classic album, um, uh, that's gonna do for my track listing. What, any concluding thoughts for the track listing before we go to our rating? Oh, ready to rock and roll, rock, right, rush and roll. Let's rush and roll, shall we? With Getty <laughs> Lee, um, <laughs> uh, Mike, this is uh, do, do you want me to go first or spice it up a little bit? Yeah, go ahead, yeah, go, yeah, you go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you my rating. So, all right. Given everything I just said, and I, 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 I'm trying not to repeat what they said because they really just hit the nail on the head. Stone Cold classic, incredible record. Uh, definitely, you could hear the Led Zeppelin in it, as we said, but at the same time, it's still, it, you could see where they were going to go with some songs like Working Man and whatnot, but this is a Stone Cold classic record. I mean, I'm I, I, I listening to it for the first time ever. 
to do this stream was awesome. Um, I love it. Actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a solid nine out of ten. I I don't know if I go that high for normal a lot of stuff, but this is a, I'm Mike. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you got me good. <laughs> nine yeah. out of ten. Woo. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Kyle is drawing something on the screen. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, besides the point, though. But yeah, this, for me, this is a nine out of ten. I was overtaken by how much I enjoyed this. Nine out of ten. Mike. Yeah. So, uh, kind of uh, echoing what Kyle was saying about um, it's a sound and a, a search of themselves over a actual like a mature kind of evolution of the band so for that um you know i was gonna say 8.5 but i took a half point off just because of that kind of you know it's got the classic sound it's got some great riffs in it um it's got it's the vocals uh lyrically need help and the drums need help so just because of that this is i put this in that uh okay so it's in a weird place where it's their first album makes other first uh, bands albums look like embarrassing if a band could be this good, um, you know, right off the bat. So uh, it was just eight out of 10 was my rating uh, because of, you know, being a first album. uh, I I feel like I could uh, hand that point back to them. So I really will change it back to 8.5. I was going to say eight out of 10 because, uh, you know, it's a searching searching for your sound kind of um album but it it's one of those albums i could see myself just listening to live just listening to the sounds and the music the musicianship like the the grooves that are presented the vocal uh abilities and all that and just kind of have a good time listening to it um just because it creates a certain environment um and it being that first album yeah 8.5 out of uh 10 um just you know like a well done album just doesn't it just needs more of those elements that are missing to seal the deal and really bring home the name rush uh you know to that level so yeah wow you guys are really gonna do this to me huh (laughs) you're the villain villain here yes so Coming as someone who is a big Rush fan, um, I might even potentially be the biggest Rush fan on here. <laughs> what what I love of Rush is the sound of like Working Man and their later stuff. I've never been a huge Led Zeppelin fan. I've never been a huge fan of that early 70s rock. Um, no, it's good. It's just not my preferred thing. So seeing as a lot of songs on here follow in that vein, as opposed to what I would like to see from the band, don't get me wrong, as a first album, like you said, Mike, it's it's great. I mean, there's most bands would kill to put something this good out for a first release. Um, but again, I think having some different like variations in the drums would help. I feel like mm-hmm. that's something there's not much going on. Uh, vo- uh, lyrically takes it down quite a few points and specifically songs like take a friend can't get over that one <laughs> but um yeah so i mean for me it ends up being a 7.5 Ooh, it's a, the villain. yeah yeah it's a it's a good album with some a couple of very good songs on it uh, and then just a couple others that are just kind of 
following more in line with what was going on at the time rather than making their own way. And it kind of works to its detriment a little bit. But with that said, it's still a good album. And if you like that 70s rock, if you're like a Zeppelin fan, you'll probably mm-hmm. enjoy this a little more than I did. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Now, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's definitely uh, it's definitely suffering from that ser- searching for your sound um, thing. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, if this was like their third album, fourth album, I'd be like, uh, it would probably get a little bit lower rating. I'm like, okay, they don't sound like they really have a grasp on who they are and you yeah know. yeah see I don't, I don't i my points are just based strictly on just the average of the songs there as is without any kind of like background on it but yeah i mean i could potentially go up to an eight if we want to like, you know count things like that in terms of like well as a debut album yes it is it is very impressive mm-hmm. now with that said do you guys want to spin the wheel in the wheel big time rush the big time spin <laughs> right, I, you know, yeah, abomination i saw I'll them live that too. that's screen. the sad part jt th- these are things we don't say out loud JT. i feel like <laughs> we need to have a we need to have a safe word or some kind of a warning oh, system, no! system in place. Big, time <laughs> big time group chat uh, big time rush all big right you ready rush. I think Luke Bryan's on there by accident. Can we take that? Oh, it's definitely that? not. Mike. No, I think that was a, that was a mistake, guys. If you oh, it's not. Try. I'm hoping we'll see if it's finally my turn. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. It's like when you're bowling and <laughs> you want like, the no, ball to go, go to the left. When you want the ball to go to the left instead of the right. All right, go. All right, ready, go. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. It's go, go, spinning, go, go, Mike. Go, 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 go. Hold on. No, We're actually no, no. spinning a wheel. No. No! Oh, damn! Oh, yes! So close! Man. Oh, it's so ridiculous! What are the odds? Oh my god! Are, both of mine are still on here. Oh man, <laughs> dude, that scared me, bro. I was like, oh my god, my heart's like pounding. I'm like, I had a cowboy hat in the back of the uh, room here with me. I'm like, I I don't know how to put this on. <laughs> Big time what? <laughs> like, Big so, time you're gonna hear the album and be like, oh crap, this is actually really good. All of a sudden, I'm going to have a southern drawl. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, what was, uh, Mike, what was your pick there for next week? Uh, uh, Strange Days. Strange Days? Okay. By the Doors. Oh, boy. One day, it'll be my album's turn. (laughs) (laughs) Curse it. You'll get there one day. Don't worry. (laughs) Well, now we have a two-thirds shot here. Yeah, exactly. Watch it's gonna land on mine next week. <laughs> you're like, oh. Wouldn't be surprised. You're like, you'll be like, I'll be over here if you guys need me. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> but then this is Mike's last pick, so yeah, we'll have to see. But uh, but yeah, we want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us, as always. And but yeah, this is Rush's debut. You heard our ratings. You, what do you have to say out there? Jump down in the comment section below. Share your thoughts on this podcast as well thanks so much for watching uh don't forget to like comment subscribe hit the bell for notifications and also follow our social media accounts we are on facebook twitter instagram simply at the superview show i want to thank kyle and mike for <laughs> mike's going crazy i want to thank <laughs> mike for doing this every week with me as always uh gentlemen it's always a pleasure thank you so much mike is just shaking his hands like and kyle's like oh, <laughs> on mike the head of the 80s yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, 
That's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks so much.